Hey guys, my name is Crystal Kenny, and I'm in love with creating. All things artistic and imagination involved. I'm an American girl who chased her creative dreams all the way to Paris, France, making a living using photography. This podcast takes you inside the stories of all the artsy folks I've met along the way and gives you that extra push to discover your creative gifts. The desire to create is deeply inside each and every one of us, and I give you the tools and inspiration to find a new way of living a more creative life. This is La Vie Creative, the podcast. So welcome to the show, David. How are you today? I'm fine. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you chatting with me today. We have a mutual friend, Kimberly. She's a wonderful jazz musician as well. And she said, I needed to interview you. You're one of the best saxophonists in Paris. So I'm excited to talk to you today. Uh, she's so kind. I'm very happy that I, uh, I can play with her at the beginning of the month in uh, the Caveau de la Huchette. We played together last week on Wednesday. Yeah, I love seeing her perform there. I saw her when she was here last year performing, and it's such a, a special place to perform. So I'm glad you're able to continue to work together. But I want to chat a little bit more about you. Tell everybody where you're from. So I'm from a little town near Lyon in the center of France. That town, the name of that town is Villefranche-sur-Saône. It's the capital of the Beaujolais. Beaujolais is a very, is a vine. Beaujolais is a great French wine. I couldn't agree more. That's a very good wine. <laughs> and so you started playing the saxophone at a very young age. Tell us what made you get started. So um, when I was very young, my mother, she wanted me to play the violin. But I preferred the saxophone because uh, the instrument was more shiny, you know. It was like uh, <laughs> gold. So uh, I preferred to to start with the saxophone. And so as soon as you started playing, it was just love at first playing, or did it take some time to really enjoy learning this instrument? You know, at the beginning, it was very tough, very hard. I have um, had a, a teacher who was very severe, very strict, you know? Yeah, exactly strict. So um, so for some years, like uh, four years, four, five years, it was a little hard to play the, the saxophone and to learn the saxophone. But after a while, the, the teacher became very friendly with me and uh, he made me uh, do lots of things, like uh, playing with lots of uh, other musicians. And so how long did it take you before you felt confident in what you were playing? You know, it's a very delicate question because I think we never uh, felt uh, very comfortable with the instrument because we always have to work on it. So now I think I have some technique with the instrument, but um, I have so much work to do to be uh, fluent, to be very well with the instrument. So it's very hard for me to, to answer that question. Yes, it's like asking an artist if their painting is ever finished, you know? The, you yeah, are... yeah, you, you never know. Exactly. Uh, one thing, my father, after each lesson, my father asked me, if the teacher said, I have improved. And I, I was, uh, I don't know. I, I never know. You know, when you do something, you you really don't know if you are improved or not. It's make like you, you have to see this progression with years. 
So now I think I am better than uh, 10 years before. But, uh, you know, it's always a long time of work. Yeah, lots of practice and there's always more to learn. And do you still get nervous when you perform before you go out on stage? Uh, not really. Um, you know, uh, we, we work uh, a lot. We prepare. Uh, I work before the concert, so uh, I know what I will play. You know, I am confident when I go on stage because I work before the concert. So it's like, uh, it's okay. I, I know uh, what will uh, happen on stage. Yeah, it gives you more confidence because you practice before, so you have an idea of what you're going to be doing. Yes. And talk a little bit about the jazz music scene in Paris. It's a big scene. There's many musicians. Do you work together? Do you help each other? You know, in, in Paris, there are lots of families of jazz style. I think I am in a family of jazz bebop style or Uh, mainstream uh, jazz. After a certain while, you find your friends and you play with a, a kind of family and you stay with them as long as you can play with them. And after that, you meet other people, but you always have your uh, family. That makes sense. So once you start to really feel good with a group, you try to play with them as much as possible and you, you get to really know each other and how you play together. Yes. And uh, when uh, somebody else uh, who comes from another country is playing in our spirit, so we, we try to play with him. I love that. And I know there's so many places to, to listen to jazz in Paris. Do you have some favorite clubs you can recommend to listeners, some places they can check out the best jazz music in Paris? I think uh, in uh, Châtelet, this is really the, the place to, to go to listen to jazz. There are jazz clubs like uh, Duc des Lombards, Sunset Sunside, Baiser Salé. At um, Rivoli, you have the 38 Rive, 38 Rive. It's a very, very great uh, jazz club and there are lots of uh, tourists who go to, to listen to jazz there. That's great insider information because I know lots of people want to see live music while they're here. And how would you define jazz music in your own words? What is jazz to you? You know, jazz is really a way of living music. I don't get up on morning and go uh, to the to work in a desk or something like this. I have to manage my own uh, schedule. You know, I have to call people to uh, do uh, repetition, to do concert. I have to um, search for a new job, like uh, where, I will be, uh, where I will be playing uh, next month. I have to write some music. I have to call people to play this music. And uh, I have to go out to see the concert to, and go out to, uh, to play jam session with people. Uh, it's alive. It's not you uh, go to work and then you go home. It's like uh, the music is a part of you until all day long, you know. Yeah, it's a lifestyle. And you could even say it's like having a, it, a small business. I mean, you have to promote your work. You have yeah. to, more than just playing music. That's the difficult uh, things to do, to promote uh, our image, our um, album, to, you know, to sell the band. Because I want to play the saxophone, to practice the saxophone, but I know during the day I have to take one or two hours just to do business, 
like finding gigs on the sell albums or sell uh, pedagogic books because I, I do lots of pedagogic uh, thing too. Yeah, I can imagine it's it's more than just music always, just like for any artist or creative. And it's a big part of what you do is, is finding the work. And how has the music scene changed? I mean, you've been playing for a long time now. I'm sure you've seen some changes in the industry. What's changed the most, I think, is the, the media, the journalist or the newspaper, the jazz newspaper. Because they always want a, a new things. But for me, I don't think uh, things really change. I think uh, lots of people, lots of young people play the same music as I play uh, like uh, 25 years ago. It's just, I think, the, for the festival that uh, sometimes it is written just festival, but there is no more jazz in it. So I think this is... Uh, what sense the, the more? Yeah, that makes sense. And how people connect and promote each other using social media and other things to connect, I'm sure, is a part of it too. Happily, we have uh, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of things. We can keep the jazz alive, that kind of uh, media. Because uh, when you have to, to play a concert, you can uh, send uh, some uh, uh, message on Facebook so lots of people know that you are playing there. Not uh, So that's uh, the great thing, I think. And how do you feel when you're playing the saxophone? How do you feel when you're playing music? I love to play the saxophone. I don't know why I, I like to to press the button on the saxophone, to blow in the saxophone. It's a, it's a very strange feeling. Uh, I just love to do music with uh, my horn, you know, and to play music with other people, to learn lots of melodies. So uh, we are connected to lots of people. What I like the most is when you meet someone you don't know, but that person knows some uh, standards. I know some standards, so we can play together at once. It's a really magical uh, thing for jazz music. It's like an instant connection. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. You can go everywhere on earth. And if you meet someone who knows some music, some jazz music, like standard jazz music, from a song from Broadway, so uh, we, we can play together. Yes, I had another jazz musician tell me that even if they don't speak the same language, they can play music together. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's really special. And what's something you wish more people knew about jazz music? What's something you think people in the world should know that maybe is a misconception or people are not aware of? I think um, jazz is a, a very positive music. Lots of people think the, the jazz is for uh, intelligent uh, people or clever people. But I think jazz is, is a very popular music and uh, it's bringing you lots of energy. For me, I think it's a very positive force. I agree. I think many people think it's for, you know older people or social lights or, you know, like you said, very intelligent. But I think anyone can enjoy jazz music and it brings a lot of life to any room. Yeah, lots of joy, you know. Yeah. Uh, when I when I play in Paris, uh, at Sunside, there are lots of tourists who come. It's uh, really great for me because at the end of the concert, the people come and say, ah, oh, it was a wonderful uh, concert. Uh, uh, we love uh, the music you have played tonight, uh, you know, that kind of things. Yeah, it's, uh, and it, it's so sur great. it surprises them sometimes, you know, that they didn't know 
how much they would enjoy, but they really enjoyed it. And what is one of the most memorable music events of your career so far? What's one of the best memories of your musical career? I think it's very near. Uh, I, I can say it was in September. I had the chance to play with a great, great musician that I love for like uh, 25 years. That people, that musicians, uh, they come in Paris and uh, the drummer who was the leader of the band, he hired me. So I play with, uh, uh, for me, it's like a legend of jazz. And we also made a record. It will be my, my uh, album, my new album. And uh, the, the recording session of this album was like uh, wonderful for me because uh, every musician was very content, very excited by the music I propose. So now uh, I have a new album for next year. And uh, if we, it will be released next year, but it's done. I just have to finish the, the mix. But uh, that, that's the best uh, thing it happened to me uh, recently. It's very exciting. Congratulations to to play with one of your idols. Who was the I, guy? Was Steve Davis? It's a trombone player from New York, and Joe Magnarelli, a trumpetist from New York too. Also, uh, the the leader of the band was Bert Reiter, an Austrian uh, drummer who who come uh, often in Paris, and a, a very great friend of mine at the bass, Fabien Marcos. I play with him like for. Uh, 30 years, you know. And um, Oliver Kent at the piano is a German pianist who is really, really great. Wow, it's everybody from around the world. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, like an international band. <laughs> I like that. And talk a little bit about your creative process when you're writing music. What, what does that process look like for you? You know, it's a mix of uh, everything I love. So uh, I think, you know, when people say... Uh, when you play, you you are telling a story. And I think when you write music, you tell a story of what you work during uh, like uh, 35 years because uh, what you write now is what you learn for every time. Yeah, it's like your whole life is all leading up to that one moment. Yes, yes, that's it. And so that's a big part of your process is just living and constantly learning and working with other artists too. Yeah, there are lots of uh, mixed ideas and uh, you just try to do what you love to really fit with uh, what you can do, what you can write, what you can play on, on the what you really love. I think uh, it's a, really a question of uh, what you love to play. And how do you feel about Spotify and other music sharing services. I know before a lot of musicians made money from selling albums, from selling CDs, but now the industry has changed. So you more make money from performing live. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Performing in live. And also we can uh, always sell CDs or album after the concert. Also with the students that we have, we can also uh, send uh, lots of albums. So I think Spotify is very good for the hearing, for the audience. So when you have a new CD, when you have a new album or something, the world can listen to it. So, you know, it's like a balance. Spotify, I think, is really great. You sell less CDs, but you know, you know now people don't have a, a CD player anymore. So uh, we have to, to mix between Spotify and sell CDs. 
Yeah, and maybe it brings your music to new ears. More people can find you online than they might have not never found you otherwise. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny because uh, sometimes I go to uh, the Spotify Pro, you know, uh, and I can see where the people who listen to my music are are listening. It's like uh, uh, in India, USA, in Canada, you know, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's surprising sometimes that so many different nations will hear your music. It's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And... What would you be doing right now if music wasn't your career? Like, say you did not play the saxophone, what job do you think you would have? Wow, it's a very difficult question because uh, I really don't want to do anything, anything else. else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I ask myself that, that question uh, lots of time, but uh, I really don't want to do anything else. It's too, it's too late for me. Uh, I'm the jazz uh, music now. I don't <laughs> want to go out to do yeah. anything else. And it's great that you've been able to do it for so long. Like this has been like your only career, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. And you know, uh, um, I can play with my son now. So it's it's like a dream. It's uh, There is a new generation who, uh, with whom I, I can play. Yeah. And, uh, it's very, very unique that I can play. On, I can share with my uh, sons uh, the music because uh, I have two sons. One is a professional musician. He plays the, the bass. Uh, I, I record my last album with him. Uh, and uh, my other son is uh, at uh, the Sorbonne in Paris, but he's play, uh, he plays uh, the trumpet for fun, you know. It's so wonderful that you're a family of musicians. You must be really proud of them. Yeah, very, very proud. And you know, my oldest son is uh, at that moment in New York. Wow. He's uh, at the Manhattan. School of Music, Manhattan School of Music. Wow, that's so wonderful. It's great. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's great. Continuing the family legacy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I will, uh, I don't think I will go to see him in the uh, end of November in New York and to get, uh, to have some time uh, with him in New York. That sounds fantastic. Yes, very, very great. And why do you think music is important in the world today? Why do we need music? I can't say the, the phrase in English, but, uh, you know, uh, la musique adoucit les mœurs. But I can't say it in English. It's like um, music is good for the soul. Exactly. That's what it is. Music is good for the soul. Yes. So um, I think uh, people need uh, to be happy with the music. And uh, I know that uh, when you play, people are dreaming of another world. It's like uh, when you play and they like what you play, you can bring them in another world without uh, every bad thing that we have in uh, on earth. It's like an escape. Yes, an escape with a very beautiful dream, you know. Yeah, it can take you to other places and... And it just feels good. There's still, I know I was reading the other day that, that science is still studying how music affects the brain and they, they don't fully understand it still. Yeah, yeah. I have read uh, some uh, article on that, but it's like a magical thing. It's very magical. And what's the best advice you've ever been given? So uh, you mean uh, someone who give me an advice? or So I have... Uh... Exactly. Someone that gave to you. Follow your heart, follow your intuition. I like that. Follow your intuition. Follow, you know, what's making you curious in that moment. Yes. You follow your intuition and you meet the right people. You do the, the best thing for you. 
Well, it sounds like it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah. For, for that moment, yes. <laughs> and how do you define creativity in your own words? I have lots of students and I say to them, you have to work what uh, we spoke about, but you have to mix with creativity because the improvisation is learning things on to be creative with the fact that you can uh, use the, the vocabulary in a lot of manner. So you have to, to look for different manners to, uh, to, to create your own uh, vocabulary. And uh, that's really fit with the vocabulary of jazz that we hear on the album of uh, every jazz musician because we speak the same language, but every, every person is different. So it's like we are the same, but we are different. I like that. I completely agree with that. Like it, you can see that even with photography, you can have 10 photographers take a picture of the same thing and get different results. So you get yeah. to improvise in your own way. Yes. Yes. You have to, to, uh, to be curious, to, to learn lots of things from the elders. Then you have to uh, put your own personality and create that's your, what you will do what your personality uh, will become. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. And what are you most excited about for the future? I know you have your new album coming out. Is there anything else you'd like listeners to know about? You know, for the moment, I'm really happy with, with this album. I will do another album with my son on a great uh, trumpet player from New York next year. I hope uh, I will have uh, lots of gigs with uh, that all uh, with all the projects that I have on the, to play with uh, my my friend. But I don't really know what to say now. Yeah, sorry. That, no, that's fine. I think it's really exciting that your album's coming out. You'll be working with your family as well. That's really cool to have a musical family. And where can people see you play in Paris or find out when you're playing? Buy your album. Is there a website or how can people? find out more information so i have a website it's www.davidsoze.com that's a website or the, you can see me at sunside uh, every third monday of every month at sunside and i do uh, like a um, tribute like uh, i play the music of dexter Gordon uh, on the 20th 20th on the 20th of uh, November, I will play the music of John Coltrane. Then I will play uh, Grover Washington in December, St. Gates in January. You know, every month I have a theme. Wonderful. I love that. A theme, yeah, a different theme for every month. That sounds so good. And I was looking at your website. It looks like you have pretty updated gigs on there. So definitely look at his website, everybody, if you want to know when he's playing in Paris, when you're in town. Because it sounds like you stay pretty busy. Yeah, I, I try to, to stay busy. And uh, I do lots of uh, pedagogic works also, uh, also. I love it. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me today, David. And I can't wait to see what you'll do next. Yeah, thank you very much. It was uh, very thrilling for me. And I hope my English is, uh, is all right. Your English is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Thanks so much for tuning in to La Vie Creative. You can find more information on MissParisPhoto.com. 
And if you enjoyed this show, please feel free to share and spread the word for all my creative guests. We have the power to help them to keep doing what they love. See you next time.